0: Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mom that you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, it's just me. In this episode, we'll discover a new way to look at the approaching summertime find out why we should shake off a certain attitude, and we'll celebrate the spring color blossoming all around us. This is episode 30. Here we go. Well, thank you listeners for being with me today. Thank you for tuning in week to week. I really appreciate it. And I have loved talking with many of you over the past few weeks about how a certain episode has impacted you or just encouraged you. So thank you for sharing that wonderful feedback. I Again, I just, I'm really grateful and it's so fun to do this. So before we dive in, I thought I would start with just a quick little something to share with you. Um, I don't know what, you know, where it's like where you live. We've got listeners from all around, but where we live, everything is starting to really blossom and to bloom. And so my husband's been doing a ton of yard work. I've been doing some, just not nearly as much as he does. <gasps> Oh, he's awesome. So he's been doing, you know, mowing the grass, getting rid of weeds and putting down fresh bark. So lately the azaleas and the roadies are just blooming and it makes my heart smile. I bought this beautiful hanging basket for our front porch. It's full of color. And we brought back the porch swing that hangs during the warmer months. And so the front porch and the front yard especially are looking really, really pretty. The grass is looking lush and green. Again, that's all my husband's hard work. (laughs) It's finally paying off. And things are taking shape more in the backyard this year too. We hope to hang a hammock and set up our little pool and have plenty of barbecues and slow evenings spent under the stars and strings of glowing lights, playing board games or roasting marshmallows at the fire pit. These smoky, warm, twinkly nights are my favorite. So today, I thought it would be helpful to do a sort of summertime prep together, okay? So here's what I mean. We've been doing a series on the art and the value of homemaking and really diving into the why, the purpose, the worth of what we do as mamas at home. I hope you have felt a resurgence of happy pride about what you get to do. I've noticed that we have some sticking points when it comes to embracing homemaking and creating warm atmospheres for our kids and their friends, especially when it comes to how we view the summertime. So I forget, I think this has been a few years ago now, but I saw this commercial and basically it highlighted the fact that you only have about 18 summers with your kids. And I remember watching that and thinking, first of all I was crying. It was such a touching commercial, but I thought, you know, that is so true. Instead of thinking of you know, thinking of it in a negative way, I thought they have really brought out the truth here that we only get 18 summers. And so I want us to kind of have that adjustment today where we kind of reconsider and realign our thoughts with the gift that the summertime actually is to us and our families. So I think the language and the tone and the attitude that we all have around, quote, being with our kids all day is really important. You know, I mean, they are our kids after all. I know I've fallen into this trap too. Believe me, it's so easy to just talk negatively about the summer as if we're approaching an apocalyptic doomsday instead of looking forward to lazy, longer days with our children. So what contributes to this attitude? I think it's a few things. The first one is our own selfishness. And yes, (laughs) I said it, and I'm owning my own selfishness here too and ask if you would consider if this is ever a problem for you too. Now, maybe it's not, but please tell me I'm not the only one. I am a huge advocate for us mamas taking better care of ourselves. And yes, I try to take little breaks throughout the year or do something fun for myself here and there. But what I am talking about is the icky selfishness we all have to fight each day that loves to raise its ugly head when our kids often need us the most. You felt it, right? Hey mom, can we play outside? And instead of joyfully saying back, yes, let's go, you know, you cringe thinking of all the work or the effort it will require, snacks and supervision, sometimes intense supervision with little ones, like right now, my sweet, two, almost two-year-old boy. You know, he will he will get into trouble or hurt himself if I don't watch him, right? So I have to be with him. And so, instead of dreading questions like that, what what could you need right now that this experience could provide for you? That's the question I wanna pose for you. So reframe it, You know, rethink it. Maybe you just didn't realize it. What could you gain from a carefree day or what could you gain from spending time outdoors with your kids? We can gain so much, right? This kind of a day, like a lazier kind of slow day, could allow us to put aside some chores and tuck our phones away to fully engage with our kids and really unwind and relax. Days that are full of just snacks and time with your neighbors and laughter and playing in the sunshine it that's all so healthy and good for us grown-ups too in fact i would argue that it may even be more important than we realize you know i was reading this incredible book by eleanor roosevelt recently and it's called this i remember and i don't have the direct quote but i will just sum it up for you basically she's reflecting back on her life and she said one of her regrets is that she wasn't able to be a more carefree mama and what she meant by that not that she wouldn't pay attention to her children that's not like a carefree careless attitude but carefree in the sense of not being so concerned about all the little you know details and, and the i don't know she said i wish i wouldn't have been so focused on discipline and order and this and that because she's like that's all well and good but i wish i could have just had fun with my children more like i I was really focused on raising these great kids. And anyways, it's just, it was such a cool thing to hear that she had said that as she reflected back. So she had many years in the White House. And so looking back, you know, that was her main reflection was, oh, as a mom, I wish I would have relaxed and been able to put aside some things and really focus on my kids and have fun with them. So for me, when I think about those things that our kids typically ask us to do that we don't always necessarily want to do in the summertime (laughs) are like, you know, let's go to the park again. (laughs) Let's go swing at this, you know, swing on the swings. And what's good about that though is once I do that, I experience the childlike fun, right? I can giggle and laugh and it's like just like relax. And then also for, for kids, I feel like a big Fun thing we can do in the summer is play in the pool, like any version of that, right? Any kind of water, like a splash pad, or if there's a lake nearby that's that you like to go to. You know, when I take my kids there to any place like that, it brings back all the best like childhood memories for me, and it allows me to relax and have fun with my kids. They get to see this whole other side of your personality, right? So, (laughs) I think it's really healthy for them to see that you're not just telling them what to do or you know, giving out chores, or <laughs> like cleaning up things at the house, or hey, did you do your homework yet? Or all that, we can just kind of put that aside and get to just have fun, right? And this doesn't, I mean, I don't know, oddly, this doesn't come super easy to me. I think sometimes we worry that we're going to lose control or that things won't get done or I don't know what the fears are, what the concerns are, but they're there sometimes in the back of my mind. And once I let go and just like, no, this is summertime, relax. There's no homework. There's no this, there's no that. Just read a book. Yes. You know, have fun. Keep practicing your reading, but don't be rigid about it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So what else contributes to the problem of the summer? You know, how viewing it as this big, sad, negative thing, is I think the culture around us and the media. There's a lot of portrayal, even on social media, of like frazzled moms looking like they can't wait for the next chance to escape, right? <laughs> Overwhelmed by their kids, overindulging perhaps in substances, or, and acting like this motherhood thing is just way too much. Now, let me insert lovingly here that I am in no way saying that motherhood is just such a breeze and everybody should be singing like Mary Poppins all day every day. No. No. <laughs> obviously not. Oh my goodness. But I am, and I do want to gently challenge the notion that us mamas can't actually enjoy being with our children throughout the summer, okay? So what do you do? We are kind of swimming upstream here against a culture that doesn't necessarily value time at home and homemaking or enjoying our children, you know what I mean? So here are some tips and a takeaway when it comes to approaching summertime prepped and ready to enjoy it. The first tip is to shake off the I deserve mentality. Just just shake it off. (laughs) Just do it. I've been reading the book Unbroken again recently, and oh my goodness, it's set in World War II. You know, it's a true story. And it has just challenged me again to keep a better, healthier perspective about problems and difficulties in life. Because honestly, compared to what a lot of people have lived through over the course of history, anything that tends to trip me up when I put it in perspective is really not that big of a deal. Now, again, I'm not trying to, what's the opposite of validate? I'm not trying to pass over our our difficulties and our legitimate struggles. So please hear my heart on this. But what I'm saying is you read about these families in World War II, they lost husbands or brothers or uncles and friends and, you know, fighting in the war and not to mention all the millions of men, women, and children who died. So lately, all that to say lately, I've been catching the kind of weary and overly dramatic I deserve- mentality more quickly in my own life and throwing it out just get rid of it instead of letting it percolate and simmer and 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 grow in my mind and my heart i hope that makes sense so by shaking off that i deserve mentality we open ourselves up to the spontaneous fun and the amazing perks of being a mama if we go back and forth with our spouses like i did this so i deserve that or you need to do this for me because i deserve this type of thing it's just a recipe for disaster Right? <laughs> I mean, and sadness, maybe even anger and resentment. So just take that way of thinking and shake it off. Yes, cue the song here. <laughs> and just to clarify, I want to say it's wise to pay attention to our thoughts so that we can kick out the toxic thinking before it becomes a pattern, and instead we can grab a hold of the thankfulness, the joyful, you know, the good thoughts, and persevering attitude that can, you know, so that the the negative doesn't become our default setting. Okay, the second tip for you is whenever possible, take the stress out of your fun. And what I mean by that is one of my favorite authors and other podcasters, Gretchen Rubin, she always says, what's fun for other people may not be fun for you, and vice versa. <laughs> okay. So this is literally one of my favorite quotes from her, and I see this playing out in several ways. So if you are more introverted, let's say, you don't have to do 27 playdates this summer. You don't. You get to decide what will be fun, what will enrich your family's life, and just say yes to those opportunities. I like to say pace yourself. You know your energy, your daily rhythms your stage, the stage that you're at, you know, with kids and their ages. And hopefully, of course, you're tuning into your kids' energy levels and their passions, their needs, and their desires. If you're more extroverted, go for it. Have those (laughs) playdates. You know, have those 27 playdates. If you are more energized by others, your social calendar could be more full and robust, and you will love it. And that's amazing. That's awesome. And others might kind of shudder at the thought of having a booked, a fully booked summer, but that's okay. That's not they don't have to make that choice. If you like to fill your life with plenty of time hanging out with friends and family, then just do it, you know? But in all of this, let's also consider what is actually fun for our kids. Sometimes we think something is fun and they're like, ugh, this wasn't really, <laughs> it wasn't really awesome. So sometimes that means that we have to get out of our comfort zone as mamas and make a sacrifice. Now I'm talking a little sacrifice, not a huge thing. Just it's very small in comparison to life's bigger problems, but make the, make the sacrifice for them. I don't always love listening to Disney princess radio and hearing let it go for the millionth time, but you know what? I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it for the joy on my daughter's faces as they twirl and sing along. The third tip for you is to prep your home for anytime guests. And what I mean by that is just make sure that you've got things, you know, kind of have that once or twice a day where you pick up stuff, especially in the living room. And so it's kind of clear and you check the bathroom, the guest bathroom, the one that people are going to use if, if they need to. Check that bathroom, make sure you've got enough supplies and everything's kind of wiped down really quick. Honestly, it takes 30 seconds to kind of wipe down your, your sink. And even you could give the toilet a quick clean but just make sure your home is always ready for those guests like neighbors or friends or family that might pop over and that will really help this goes into the next tip that will really help with practicing old-fashioned hospitality so I'm going to give you a couple of ideas and you are all creative people you all have ideas too so these are just some of mine and I'm going to share and I I'm saying them out loud so that I can hold myself accountable to do some of these things this summer as well. Okay, here are some of my ideas. Host a movie night in your backyard. Another one, invite neighbors over for a barbecue. Keep it simple. Don't become overwhelmed by what you think you need to do, like hello Pinterest. <laughs> Just use your own creativity and open up your home and you'll be amazed at what happens. Let your child have a friend overnight for a sleepover. Go camping with friends. Spend a whole day at a lake or a river or a pool with friends or family. Meet another mama who needs encouragement at a local park. Invite a friend to the library for a kid's story time. Have an older lady over for tea and goodies one afternoon. Invite a family member to visit. I'm all for guarding my alone time introvert that I am, but (laughs) we introverts must be careful not to let our tendencies become an excuse for not being warm and hospitable. I'll say that again. We introverts must be careful not to let our tendencies become an excuse for not being warm and hospitable, right? (laughs) Yeah? Are we all good? Yes? You agree? (laughs) I'm hoping you agree. Okay, well those are some of my tips for prepping for the summer and along the same lines, I wanted to transition to the segment we call my favorite things and share some of those with you today as well. So we are getting into what I consider is iced tea season, in my opinion. So we have been seeing a lot warmer days and plenty of sunshine, and I don't know about anybody else, but I love, love, love iced tea and I love lemonade for that matter, it's those simple pleasures in life that can literally make life sweeter. I passed by a garage sale the other day in my neighborhood, and I saw this little girl smiling and sitting at a table selling lemonade. And I just, oh, it was so refreshing. In a world that can become far too complicated and dramatic, I think these classic beverages can remind us of a simpler, more innocent time, and help create moments of great conversation and fun with your kids and your neighbors. Another favorite thing of mine that we got to do recently was attend a track meet with various colleges around the Pacific Northwest competing. It was super fun and exciting. Some phenomenal athletes were there. I was very impressed. And it made me feel so so inspired. And then it also made me think I should be working like three times as hard at the gym. (laughs) No, like half kidding here. And you know, it was just so fun. And I was so happy to support these hardworking young people. There was a portion where some middle school students ran a mile and the fastest kid was like twice my fastest pace. (laughs) I'm not a super duper runner. I will own that. All that to say, it was a wonderful experience with my husband and I'm glad that we could have a little date and go to this track meet. Side note, we ordered snacks and one of the things that looked delicious on the menu was this frozen lemonade, right, you've had this, you've had this, I hope. This is ridiculous, it's so good. So we were ordering some and the guy goes, strawberry or regular? And my eyes just widened and I'm like, strawberry, please, (laughs) and I was so excited that I had options. It's just so good. So I'm a huge Lemonade fan right here. So moving on to a quick little story from one of our listeners. This came when I was just actually chatting with this person um, who's a a listener and enjoyed the marriage episodes I did with my husband, Jonathan. So you can catch those if you haven't already. They were number 15 and 16, I believe. So anyways, this girl is a listener and she ended up ordering the Navigator's Council Journal along with her sister-in-law and it made me so happy to hear how they are enjoying Duke. doing these journals together with their spouses. Jonathan and I have done a few weeks so far and we really love it. One big thing I will say if you order this journal is to make sure you set aside one night per week to, t- to touch base and to actually do the journal time, and <laughs> fill it out, because what happens if you don't pick a time or put it on your calendar, you can forget or you, like too many days can go by. So just kind of pick a regular night each week. That's something they say in the book too. Pick a night that's generally gonna work for you and make sure you have that navigator's council time. And if, if you don't remember what that was, it basically is a time to come together and answer some journal questions and pray, get on the same page and see how each other's really doing beyond the quick check-in that you have, you know, that's very usually just distracted environment with your kids and like, hey, how are you doing? How was work? But, you know, go back and forth. But you don't get to know maybe how that person's truly doing. So I have really loved it. If you would like to order a Navigator's Council journal, please visit shop beating 50 percentcom and you can find you know the product Navigators Council it's actually on sale right now for 1995 I believe and a huge shout out to Audrey and Jeremy Roloff for creating such a fantastic resource for couples so I will link this journal in the show notes as well so you can just tap right on it and go to the page where you can order one for yourself all right we've got one more segment for you and then I will wrap this up so our kids can be really funny super funny and the most random things can happen at home and we call them bunglebee moments around here. So if you have a bunglebee moment to share, please go to sundayafternoonmama.com and click on share a bunglebee moment. It'll direct you to a super easy page to send me your story. And I can't wait to hear. So my recent bunglebee moment comes from my five-year-old. I was tidying up some things in the girls' room when they were at school and doing some kind of daily cleaning. And I stumbled on this note that my seven-year-old had written, which said, and I'm going to protect the names of the innocent here, right? So... I'll try to describe it without names. Um, This note said, my five-year-old, quote, wants to marry, uh, let's call him Sam. So, so -so (laughs) so-and-so wants to marry Sam. And I'm thinking, hmm, who is this kid? Like, I need to know... Who this is but anyway she ended up describing later that she just thinks he's really nice and funny so it was just really cute to see the note and hear her explain more and then my seven-year-old was like she likes two other boys too <laughs> and i'm like oh man it can't start this young <laughs> i'm not ready for it but my five-year-old insists they're all just friends and they're nice and they're funny and she keeps sticking to the nice and funny line so <laughs> That's fine, that's fine with me. It's really sweet to see the innocence and the friendships that she's made in kindergarten this year. I have loved volunteering in her class a little bit too. It's been super fun. All right, so one last announcement for you. We are doing another giveaway. I have two $25 Amazon gift cards for two lucky winners and you can use them however you like. Some new music, maybe a great book, a new shirt, some yummy smelling candles, some home decor, bath bombs, anything you get to decide. So I will post the instructions on what you need to do to be entered for this giveaway on social media. So be checking my Instagram and Facebook, and that's at sundayafternoonmama.com if you don't already follow me. And I will let you know what you have to do to be entered and when the deadline is and all of that good stuff. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too good old-fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit SundayAfternoonMama.com and follow me at SundayAfternoonMama on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you again next week. In the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.